Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Do you enjoy listening to us every week? Want to support us even more? Become a friend of the program. Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast for just four sixty nine. Nice. Nice. A month. You get 20% off all of our merchandise, exclusive giveaways. You could ask us uh, any questions you may have on our Patreon uh, question segment every week. Or just leave us basically a virtual tip in our virtual tip jar. Become a friend of the program again today. That's Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast. Lastly, do you like playing with toy cars and telling your significant other that they're collectibles? Do you enjoy badass memorabilia of grown-ass men who are more successful than you? Well, after doing what Bradley and Bobby just told you to do, head on over to CircleBDieCast.com for all your diecast needs and merchandise, and be sure to use promo code BFP123 for $5 off purchases over $30. And one last thing before we get started, we'd like to give a shout-out to the Graphics Coop, Any Racing News, and Danny Eugene Photography for all their support. Brad Keselowski is going to be showing the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pool here, so. Maggie forgets it. If they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years. So, uh, occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 194 of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn that is at c sanborn iii to my left is bradley saucer that's at b sauce 96 and to his left is going to be bobby timmons that's at bobby timmons 13 together the three of us us three idiots make up what is called the black flag podcast or at black flag pod on all things social media uh, be sure to head on over to the Patreon, as Bobby told you earlier, and uh, buy some diecasts on Circle B, and uh, basically just uh, spend your money. And anyway, uh, tis the season to get dressed up and uh, celebrate uh, fake things called points and uh, get trophies <laughs> for where you're ranked compared to other people. So, Bob, uh, tis banquet season. You went to one, didn't you? Or was it two or eleven? Just one. Or it was just the, the uh, 350 Smack Series. Um at General Sports Bar and Grill in We Are, New Hampshire, where we are, we are. You get it. It's not Joe, we are. Joe New. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> so. Fuck Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, so we had that. I've, yeah, I tied with Nettie Humphrey for fifth in points. And Fuck yeah. They didn't have a uh, tiebreaker rule in place yet because it hadn't happened. So they kind of just said, oh, like, you, you both get fifth. Well, I'm cool. glad they thought that out. Yeah, Man. so they're, they're going to work on that for next year. Um, they released, or didn't release our schedule, but they told us some dates. Um, I was being very cryptic on Twitter last night. Uh, looking forward to uh, a couple of new uh, events for the 350 Smack Series next year. I don't think uh, James wants me to steal his thunder and release their whole schedule. But Yeah, no, it no. read uh, it read really well on Twitter as well. It looks like you're going super late model racing next year. That's fun, Bob. <laughs> glad, glad to see that. <laughs> Everyone on the Twitters was all uh, well, up in arms about that one. But Yeah, like I said, being very cryptic. I like to think I'm clever. Um, I probably just look like a psychopath. And uh, I definitely tweet better when I'm not um, sober. Yeah, eight, <laughs> uh, eight adult beers deep. Wide. Yeah. <laughs> Where did we go Thursday? Bingas. At Bingas, yeah. I tweeted on Thursday night, and uh, 
promptly deleted it the next day. <laughs> so you're not going Fender racing, Bob? Uh, it sounds like Bob's going to. Well, bring... that, that, the the Fender picture was uh, was at Oxford. Um, yeah, he's going to bring the the super. Now, why is that important? Just run the 250. <laughs> yeah, he's Jeff Taylor in it. Yeah, let's. Uh, why? No, just why? say I'm really looking forward to World Series and 250 weekend this year. Fuck yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, so the yeah. they celebrated the champion Scott Watts. I know uh, the older Beechridge crowd remembers Scott Watts. He was the F80 in the modified days. Watt Scotts at uh, Beechridge. Some guys, guy. some guys, him and his brother Robert. They're a riot, and uh, so good for them guys. They picked up the championship this year. Um, Scott Wides. Wides. Those guys were drinking a lot of Weds on uh, Saturday night. A lot of Blue Labels on that table. Ah, it was a good night. Thanks, uh, thanks to Kenny White, his dad Ken, uh, senior, uh, and their whole race team. They actually own the bar that, uh, that the awards banquet is at. So it was a fun little time. We should open up a bar. Yeah, it's that easy. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure it can't be that hard, right? What buy, was it, James? Buy Finch? beer and sell it for eight dollars. James bottle. Finch bought a bar just so he <clears> could have <throat> a place for his race team to drink when they got home from the races every night. I see no issue with that. I like that. Probably didn't make him much money, but Jimmy Blewett okay. bought the bar across from fucking Wall last week, last year for a night, and uh, that was. Uh, we also were able to go party after his win. So. It was a good time. I say we buy Wendy's and just make it a bar. They closed at ten, and we showed up at ten oh five, and didn't leave till three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. respect that. Uh, yeah, Wendy's wide open. Um, we could probably we could make a bar out of that. Just leave the signs up. We'll make it the Black Flag Pub. No, just be Wendy's. We'll just sell. <laughs> we'll, we'll Legally, only... <laughs> I don't think we could do that. But... We'll have like a remove really... the apostrophe. <laughs> Well, have I? Sorry, the fucking uh, when <laughs> when this oh, the when this tavern. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the ice cream machine's broken. Um. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So that was my weekend. Pretty uh, pretty low key. That's the end of banquet season. Uh, for now, yeah. I think Oxford's is on January. Well, banquet season for me, anyways. Yeah. And uh, what'd you do, Bradford? Um, what did I do? That's a great question. <laughs> you Thank watched you so that much for asking. absolute debacle of a late model race at Florence. Oh, what a she show! The, twi- um, <laughs> the twenty-four the, hours of Florence. The, the twenty-four hours of Florence. Uh, apparently, it legitimately was uh, apparently twenty-four hours of Florence apparently, because they apparently. they fucked up the first night. So they they were doing a rule that makes sense, um, probably in hindsight, but apparently. Apparently, <laughs> Boo Boo Dalton was who? Ross. Ross. Why Dalton. is his name not on Naming November? Boop, that's uh, a great question. Ask the guy who did it. Uh, probably because we tried to make it more local, but we also <laughs> forgot all the local guys. If you ask some people from, uh, yeah. from a different local Tar- area, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from four hours away. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can't we can't do everything right. So yeah, or anything. anything really. But um, so the dude's name is Ross Dalton, but they call him Boo Boo Dalton. Dude's about as wide as the 55 inch tv that's hanging off the wall right now that's and, uh, 55 inches wide he that's that, actually diagonal no i know that <laughs> well same thing. you get it um <laughs> actually probably like 47 and three so quarters i honestly don't know what exactly they ran the first night because i didn't actually watch but it was some sort of late model event and then obviously the late model event that dale jr was it running was probably in, limited was, late models which i i was under the impression that like in the south the late model stacks are uh like they're like the the deal like that's the thing that's our pass or whatever and they have limited late models. So I thought, oh, that's probably a different. No, it's the same car. They just give them used tires. <laughs> yeah, I think that that was the case. <laughs> yeah, because me. I know that there was people running both nights, but I, yeah, I didn't really understand. Literally the what same cars, on. and you just get tires out of the trash instead of new tires. 
So, I mean, I may be mostly wrong there, but I'm kind of pretty much sure, 69% sure that that's what nice. they are. So there was this, uh, there's this Facebook page, race22.com. I don't know why we follow it, but we they do. They cover racing in the South. <clears throat> so um, I'd never heard of it until this weekend, and they were like, oh, some con- controversy here at Florence. Controversy. And they're walking on the front shoot recording, and um, this Ross Dalton character Boo-boo. is is parked it, like facing, like you're about to do an Alan Kowicki victory lap underneath the flag stand. Well, there's another car in victory lane and the crew is pleading their case and everyone's all up in arms. And they're, they're like, yeah, they just ended the race seven laps early. They just, they threw the checkered. Um, and so I guess that it was very not clear, uh, especially being a motorsports journalist reporter feller. He had no idea, which I assume if he didn't have any idea, then most of the fans probably didn't have any idea why they threw the caution uh, and the checkered seven laps with seven laps remaining, but it was just a time limit deal, I guess. They had, um, I think it was an hour, like a hundred laps or an hour or like 60 laps. And it was one of the two. Um, and so they ended up obviously reaching the hour point and they just threw the checkered flag. And according to the race 22.com reporter feller, he, they were putting on a fuck of a show and they just decided the race was over. Um, and allegedly they went in, uh, race control came over the headset of, uh, boo boo and uh, told them that he was the winner. He comes around the front shoot, and then they took the win away and said that they actually went to go score it back to the last completed lap, which was a different car. So that's how they fucked that one up, night one. So they so let me recap here. So they threw the yellow early mm-hmm. after somebody had just made a pass. Yeah. And they're like, no, nah, it's not that. That is the only way that it could possibly read to make sense in the end. Yes. Because I I wasn't watching, I was I was paying attention to the race twenty two thing, but just time limits obviously make sense. But when you're coming you to, to like have, five to you, go, you have to have a little bit of common sense and use the situation to your best <clears throat> judgment as well too, though. Yeah, the way I, the way I like to to manipulate, I guess, may not be the correct word, but I always when we work at Bartlett, the go kart races have time limits. Very rarely do they hit them, but. I'll ask Jess, hey, what do we have for time? And if it's getting down to like three or four minutes, I won't end a race early, but you might only run a 17-lap feature instead of a 25-lap feature because you're still racing to a a five-to-go, a two-to-go, a checkered flag. And like that, to me, seems like it makes more sense. You know... You can't just throw the checkered. Right, you can't... Oh, you're out of time. Like, well, I didn't know. I didn't... You know, some guys like to wait, you know, till their last couple laps to make a move. Like, you just never know. At least, like like I said, you know, if you make... You take some laps away in the middle, you're still getting your five to go, your two to go, your white flag, your checkered flag, and half the time people don't even realize it. Yeah. Going from uh, being in person at the Islip 300 to watching this Florence debacle was uh, quite the... It, it made you appreciate, yet again, uh, the New England racing scene because you don't typically have fuck-ups like what they've been fucking up lately we, um, we, outside we, of New England. We've talked about it before, and... Obviously, it's an Amazon facility at this point, too. But we grew up very spoiled in terms of the show and how it's how it was constructed for us to not only be a part of, but also spectate. Where when we do go to other places and you don't have the next two divisions ready to go, you don't have speedy cautions, you don't have quick pickups, you have dead time and all this stuff, it's so much more infuriating to watch and be a part of where... That being said, we've also all been to races down south, and that doesn't seem to be as big of a deal. To oh, me. urgency! That's why the, that's There's why the no joke, sense of urgency. The urgency joke is southern been, time. Yeah. yeah, urgency hasn't been invented yet down south. Um, yeah. Pretty convinced, but yeah. so this this obviously <laughs> not 
pointing at you, New Smyrna Speedway. <laughs> oh, I will. No, Both well, fingers. <laughs> <laughs> figure that shit out. Um, no, so the... it w- I don't know. So that led into, obviously, the Saturday night debacle, which... So I tuned in um, pretty, I mean, pretty early in the night. But like just conveniently enough, after they went three wide with bandoleros down the backstretch and absolutely fucking destroyed one of them, uh, I don't know that this thing like hit this fucking jersey barrier, jumped up in the air and did like a three sixty while in the air. Uh, That's all the body jersey barriers are bigger rip- than bandoleros, <laughs> right? Um, they're also kind of a ramp on the bottom of it too, if you hit it right. Correct. So. Yeah, it, and the hit was because they're bandoleros. Obviously, it was it looked more hellacious than it probably was because all the body panels just went off in <laughs> different off. directions. <laughs> Um, it was spectacular. I like unfortunately, off. unfortunately had just missed that. Um, was the nine-year-old girl driving it okay? I, I believe that she was fine. Um, yeah. Or he, but it was definitely a child. Or they, they, they them. them. Um, eh, yeah, not they, at that age. <laughs> well, hey. Uh, hey, Bob, it's 2022. Yeah. Have some respect. Yeah, have some respect for their parents. Yeah. Uh, they make that decision. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, <laughs> What you, what you ended up saying somehow was way worse. <laughs> That's fine. They can Science does not apply. Yeah. yeah. Nor does logic. Uh, not a political um, podcast. Yeah. No. Nor a biology Just a common podcast. sense one. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I don't know. <laughs> You've seen us? Yeah. Uh, no, because I'm usually part of it. Yeah, we've stepped a little bit too far. So uh, then they they brought out the fucking pro trucks. Roll which up, are, I'm going to roll up my pant legs. Shit's getting deep. Okay. <laughs> They rolled out the pro trucks, and uh, you're never going to believe this, but Ross Boo Boo Dalton went on to win the pro truck race. Oh, welcome back. Uh, Good redemption for Boo Boo. <laughs> Same guy? <laughs> absolutely, yeah. It was a Boo Boo redem- revenge race. Yeah, absolutely dick stomped him. Uh, no time limit, but so whatever. Long story short, they, they ended up I thought you were going to say a truck flipped into the grandstand, so that's <laughs> no, normally what happens. No, no, I just wanted to bring right Boo Boo back no, up. No, we weren't there. Uh, yeah, no, we didn't have true. our mitts ready. We didn't call fucking... Steer Ike one um, or whatever, but <laughs> so, so they they bring out the the late models, which just turned into the biggest shit show of all time. You had the fucking big one going into one where uh, conveniently, like I don't, Lynn and Huffman like locked him up, went to go avoid someone low, then turned back high and then just ran into a parked car, which uh, everyone on Discord enjoyed um, watching. But uh, they not that. No one hates Lynn. I don't know anyone that hates Landon Huffman, but people were just like, oh, who was that? Just drove into the fucking wreck after it happened. And uh, it was slowed down, so not really doing him justice, but uh, I don't. That he's, he's just, just the getting only, just getting ready for his move up he, to the Arca series. He was also the only name that I recognized that was in the wreck. Dale Jr. Like locked him up, but they wrecked. They wrecked. Dale Jr. locked him up, and then they wrecked behind Dale Jr. trying to probably not hit fucking Jesus. Dale Jr. <laughs> um, so whatever they they just they they kept wrecking one after another right and and so this leads into which this is going to be my grinds my gears which uh, as a presenting sponsor this week uh, thank you to Scott with One T Fowler for jumping on board so um, it's a little early grinds my gears but it's also going to be a probably fairly quick show but that it was fucking Kale Yarborough uh, I think his name was Sam Sam Yarborough. And, and Mason Donnie, Dolly, Donnie Allison. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's a fight. And uh Mason Diaz. The men right? have lost. They are angry. <laughs> <laughs> so so as as the race is playing out, Mason Diaz has the best car. Like by far at the at least at the end of the race, was gonna win, no doubt. Um carving him up through the field, you know, running him down during green flag runs, and it was just everyone, you know, at least we were all on board on Discord that you know he was gonna end up winning. Well, he ends up getting side by side with Sam Yarbrough, who's led pretty much the entire race. Comes down the backstretch, which there's no walls. Drives Sam up over the lip, 
like gives him less like maybe a half a lane but drives him up over into the dirt and this this Sam Feller makes the best save that I've seen in and it was a real save. Was it like a Jimmy Johnson save no. where he spun out seven I times? I knew that that was coming. No, it wasn't. So he literally... <laughs> it becoming that predictable. He dirt he dirt yes. tracked the thing <laughs> sideways, fucking pointed like he was spun out, and then just fucking drove it back onto the track, like somehow locked it down. And everyone, which was more amazing, because he had to come back onto the track, obviously slower, everyone missed him. He got to blend into the interstate but sideways. Then, yeah, but then they, they, threw the, they threw the yellow. He kept driving, and then they threw the yellow... Uh, well, they probably threw the yellow when they thought he was wrecking, but he kept driving, whatever. And so he just goes up and gets his spot back, which I'm sitting no, there. I'm sitting the there watching. The yeah, I'm, I'm like, he, he was the cause of the yellow. He absolutely should not get his spot back. Now, and that then, being said, if I'm him, I'm going to try the same thing. Oh, drive oh, yeah. that bitch right back to the, front, <laughs> yeah. to the lead. <laughs> yeah. So, but then every, like, like Austin Beers, like a couple other people that were in Discord, they're like, no, nah, he should get the spot back. He didn't, he never wrecked. He never spun out. They threw the yellow. That's their own fault. And I'm like, well, you do. Mm-hmm. Which you that have, is also mm-hmm. a south of New England thought process. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, you do kind of have why, a point. But because why did the yellow, they throw the yellow? The yellow yeah. shouldn't have came out. And then, like, now if, you know, if they didn't throw a yellow, he was going to blend back in. I don't know what he was going to end up running twelfth or you know thirteenth or whatever. Now, if you throw, if if you say he's the cause of the caution, send him to the rear. Well, then you threw a yellow, and now he lost fucking you know another ten and, spots for no that, reason. That makes sense, and that is also why I believe that the way Tom Mayberry scores races is the best way to score a race. Because if you do throw the caution for him spinning out there, the caution's out, but you don't. He blent back in twelfth. He gets to stay in twelfth. Yeah, well, and that's and that so was. I, kind I get, of, I get they, they they probably fucked him. That was kind of my thought yellow. too. Was like he's been a victim of that. I, I had the same thing happen at the Star Classic one year. I dude in front of me ran over a lap car. They both spun. I jacked it around sideways to miss them. Went sailing through the grass. I only lost two spots. They deemed me as part of the yellow. I restarted twenty fifth. So I'm like, okay, thanks for fucking me. So yeah. I, I, so I, I get that argument too. Yeah, no, it was. He, at the very least, he shouldn't have been sent to the back. He should have probably stayed where he was or whatever. But So he he goes up, tries to get his spot back. They allow him to get his spot back. So now he's restarting second, I believe. And complete shock to everyone in attendance and watching at home. He ends up going, you know, restart, come down the back chute, completely just drives through the back of Mason Diaz, who just almost put him in the fucking puckies, spins Mason Diaz out, so then, <laughs> the best part was they um, they sent, I believe, Sam Yarbrough to the back or whatever. But the 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 point there, the cause of the caution was Mason Diaz. Well, they told him to go to the back. So then he, for the next you know, forty five seconds, whatever, is trying to get his spot back. And they're like, no, you're going to the back. No, you're going to the back. Well, then he does, which is one of the most egregious moves that you can do. Um, egregious Gary, if you will. It's it's this, a very. This was a bit befuddling of of a move. I did see this. This this is this is the main course of the grinds my gears. Where we're sitting in front of like a turkey fucking dinner right now, and this is the turkey um, that fucking pisses me off. Is when someone just stops the car, like especially obviously they you know they're competing whatever blah blah blah. As a fan, from a fan's perspective, watching a race that's already taking way too long, they can't stop wrecking. You know what really helps is just parking your car at the start-finish line, getting out of your car, and then making them go and tow it away without your assistance. That's fucking egregious to begin with. Second off, we, we just bought a t-shirt from a guy who did that at a race we were at once. Did, did we? <laughs> Anyways. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> so so, but this is this is the thing that really like was confusing, I guess, for everyone that was watching with me at least um, in our group was he gets out of the car and he gets out of the car, obviously in Victory Lane where he just parked, and his crew comes over and gives him like a big old hug. Yeah, they started celebrating. They celebrating. Like they won the race. And we're all sitting there like, because the announcers aren't announcing anything, but we're just like, what the, f- did he just fucking win the race? Like what, what the hell just happened? Like, and so in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, the time limit's up. This kid just won the race because they're literally, they come over, give him a big old hug. Some other guy comes over, gives him a hug. They're fist bumping, they're high-fiving, whatever. And then they get Jacqueline Drake to go down there and interview him on the way back to his pit, pit box. And he's just like, He's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, that, he, they gave Sam his spot back, and then they, they, I spun out, and I tried to get my spot back. They told me to go to the rear so they could just tow my car away or whatever. And I'm like, so he didn't win? Like, what's going on? Like, what the fuck is happening? Kid just the, – the crew – that I don't know that it's even him that, I, that I, I think is my weapon of the week. I think it's his crew. First off, because was, they yeah, celebrated. This, yeah, this was an orchestrated performance. Which was very, very bizarre. And second off, because you know it was premeditated. You know that they told them to do that, which what a is move. also very, very bizarre. Like, what, did you, what, who, what did you prove to anybody? A, a lot of time when you see shit like that happen, it's not necessarily the driver, but it's somebody with a radio. Yeah, that, That's what causes a yeah, lot of typically shit Typically, like the driver is already on the, on the borderline of being unhinged so any sort of outside influence on the radio uh, and, and sometimes it doesn't That's take much spotter. it doesn't take my it takes maybe one sentence more beneficial to have a calm spotter than to have one that's going to rev you up mm-hmm. oh Pfft. yeah get me on the headset you you could spot for me this summer <laughs> wait a minute yep <laughs> oh here you didn't hear he'll have the board no you didn't hear he's coming back not that i not that i would ever do this he's gonna run the 250 so we have to run one-way scanners well i have the option of putting two channels in my my little race electronics deal who's to say i couldn't just fire you up in the grandstands yeah well when there's one person in the stands with a headset talking to somebody in the snack race been seen before (laughs) i don't know if it's gonna help why is there a random guy down in turn one wearing a headset i don't know what do you mean bob (laughs) i'm just fucking that sounds awful i'm just queued up having conversations with ryan jackson in the fucking bar (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> guys are all talking on heads. Oh, race yeah. cars are loud. We want to talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when we went to fucking Dover, they both had headsets. I think they, there was a third person at one of these races too. But Chris brings a headset and has a second one for Ryan. And they're literally sitting there and they're just like, it's, it's so funny because I'm sitting there with no headset on at all. And Chris just, you look over and Chris just has his hand like covering the mic. He's like, yeah, Jeff Gordon, you're clear going into turn one. You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> just the most obscure shit. And then they just go back and forth doing it. I'm not kidding. Like, any race gets boring in green flag, like, long green flag run, go find those two. Because they're for sure making the most of it. And they're fucking <laughs> spotting for half the cars out there. But, um, yeah, just, <clears throat> I, I don't even know. Like, if, if you go back and watch it, anyone that hasn't, I don't know that it's so much Mason Diaz that's my weapon of the week. I think it's probably the whole Chad Bryant racing crew because just the celebration is just so bizarre. Um, I mean, if you're going to try to prove a point, that wasn't it. That didn't help. <laughs> but um, Unless your goal was to make you look even more stupid. Yeah. like That, that is just a real bad look. Like uh, That was the only I, – <laughs> I didn't get a chance to watch the know. race, but that was the only thing I saw on the interwebs other than – Dale Jr. wrecking the whole yeah, field. Yeah, the picture you posted of Jr. <laughs> just rattling his cage <laughs> in the middle of the straightaway. <laughs> fucking Jr. was an absolute hazard out there. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious to I watch. Liked, I liked how uh, Freddie Kraft tweeted uh, that Dillner was being an absolute homer. And he's like, just say it how he is. He fucking wrecked the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he wrecked... Uh, 
he wrecked a couple people actually. So he get, he got sent to the back, and I don't even remember who he got into at that point. But that was earlier on in the race. They sent him to the back, and then he's carving him up through the field like he was probably the second fastest car behind Mason Diaz. To be fair, he probably had pretty decent equipment. Well, yeah, was, but he was no, also he was driving junk. They were saying <laughs> that he like was he was out not out to lunch, but yeah, I mean out to lunch for basically the whole race. And you know, Matt Dillner comes on, he's like, "Well, now Dale Junior, he's really smart in races like this." And you're just like, "He's smart. He's running fucking sixteenth. What are you talking about?" <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he's just charging up through the field, and they're like, well, "Tire conversation is going to be a key in this race." And you're like, "Oh shit!" Well, Junior must have saved some shit because he is flying. It also right helps now. Dale Junior has the smartest fucking guy on the property with Josh Berry working on the race car. Oh, I thought you were gonna say tj majors i was gonna fucking lose my shit but uh <laughs> so so uh he uh he spins that guy out gets sent to the back whatever cars went up through the field comes into third and we're under the impression junior's gonna win this race and we're all starting to fear for the lives of everyone in the grandstands because that place is gonna fucking collapse if he does well then he just gets to, to third or whatever and just fucking junks the guy going down the back chute <laughs> and uh and i don't even remember the guy's name sponsored by aaron's but um that doesn't matter. Michael Fucking, Waltrip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chase Elliott. Aaron's dream machine. <laughs> Michael McDowell. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it wild that that's why the Lucky Dog is called the Lucky Dog? Yeah, Aaron sponsored it. When <laughs> it first came out. Yeah, like, can we... a hundred years ago. Can we just try to figure out how Aaron's is not a money laundering operation? It's like no. mattress firm. They're all they aren't all furniture and mattress places about the so, same. Isn't... Is Aaron's a fucking like furniture place, or were they apply it? It's like a it's like a rent a center. center. Yeah, it's the same thing as how the center, yeah. fuck are those in business? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot tell me that those aren't fucking money laundering operations. No, they have to be because you basically get a, a entertainment center that's supposed to be a hundred dollars, and you pay seven hundred dollars for it over the course of fucking, and then you five have to years. give it back. Yeah. <laughs> Who's keeping these places in business? <laughs> Poor uh, people. Well, yeah, Lewiston. That Maine. doesn't make yeah. any sense. Lewiston and Bedford. Seven hundred dollars for a hundred dollar appliance. Fuck yeah, you. Just just fin- you're basically financing it. Yeah, they find everything. It's financed. Everything is it financed in house. Get a credit card, you fucking losers. <laughs> oh my god. Well, so some but, people don't want to build their IKEA shit. That's it. I'm more confused as to how... If there's a representative from the corporate offices of Aaron's, we would gladly accept oh, sponsorship. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, Brant Young will tell us all about the mattress he firm. He loves fucking watching the world he used, burn. He used to work at a mattress firm, and I promise he'll tell us how it works. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Money laundering. Um, the... What was he going to say? Oh, no. The thing that confuses me the most is that they have so much disposable income that they can sponsor two race cars that are... Well, two late models in the race... Um, both of which ended up fucking not finishing the race. But I think, a, have that I think a lot of them are like franchised out too, so they probably own a bunch of them, and that's they just slap it on their own cars. Maybe I maybe I'm getting it wrong that uh, that old Sam Cuzzy. I, I believe he got sent to the back, but maybe he didn't park it initially. He might have eventually or after the race. But pretty uh, pretty electric quote. Um, they were interviewing him that race twenty two deal, and I was watching it, and he. Uh, He's just like, yeah, I mean, when you got a bunch of retards out there. No. And then he stops and then he goes, <laughs> Bradley is quoting year? somebody else. That's what year is it? He goes, <laughs> it's 2014, Bob. It's all right. Um, he, he goes, nerve. he goes, X that out. And oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> on, live, on live TV. <laughs> yeah. No, no, this is, this is a video that was posted. He goes, ah, X that out. Uh, you can, you can X that out. And the guy that's in, uh, like interviewing him just goes, no, no, this is fine. We want, we want your, you know, honest, uh, you know, live opinion on it. Like okay, well, <laughs> that's you gave the, it to him. I don't know the green. Light. I think that when he said X that out, he meant he doesn't want to be seen on live TV saying the word retard. You know, 
Maybe um, he was just talking about taking some degrees of timing out of his engine. Maybe that's exactly what he's talking about, Bob. <laughs> I think that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a just a chaotic fucking. It is a. It is cool race. to see though. How I mean, it's just proof that names do bring people to the racetrack because they'll oh, yeah, play sold out, out fucking out. Which that place now? Do they pit in the infield with all the trailers? And then yeah. you can't see the yeah. backstretch yeah. at all. Yeah, that should also be a that weapon. should be illegal. A weapon of the week should also like, be that is the why race Lee Speedway and... stopped pitting cars. You can't in the see infield. half the fucking racetrack. And Lee, the grandstands are raised up enough, and like you, it, in... it was never a huge issue. But I remember we went to we were at Taylor Lamprin's house for something, a friendsgiving or something, and we watched like a modified race from Florence. And they'd go into turn two, and then you you just would never see them until they were coming through turn three. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And that's the camera shot, which nine times out of ten, the camera is higher than any fans are. Right. So the fans are getting to go there and watch half the race. That's pretty much yeah. exactly what was going on. Yeah. Well done. It, even even not this weekend, but next weekend, we'll be in Florida. And Sunday, the day of the Snowball Derby, Clear they get your everything shit out of the infield. Everything out. Nobody wants to see your the shit. Same we thing at Pensacola. At least the grandstands are raised up. Like yeah. even if there is stuff in the infield, it's not that detrimental. This, like, I'm not kidding you. You can't see half the racetrack. Yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be on the bed of a fucking Ford F one fifty, but uh, they won't be able to. I won't be deterring your view any. You might see a couple of fucking hooligans shotgun and beers. That would be cheeks out, probably for the camera or no. Yeah, yeah. I'll have, <laughs> I'll have the cheek. I'll be flashing fucking. Connor or whatever from Speed Fifty One, Racing America, same thing. Um, but yeah, do, do you guys have any uh, any grinds my gears? Anything piss you off lately? Okay, so here we go. <laughs> Sounds like Charlie does. <laughs> Shout out Scott Fowler. Friday, for us to do this. Friday night, we all went to. I call it Yankee Lanes, but it's called Spare Time now, right? Uh, yeah, we all go bowling or bowling, if you will, and we get there, and there's some open lanes, and they're like, "Yeah, it's going to be about an hour, hour and a half wait." And we're like. Well, that's weird. There's open lanes, but okay, fine, whatever. So we go to the bar, right? And we get some food. And uh, Lindsay wanted, we we got a, like a sampler deal, right? And then we got pickles, fried pickles. Well, we ordered them with ranch. Well, they came out and they didn't come with ranch. So I go up all the way down to the pizza stand where there's a cuzzo making pizza, cutting pizza up at the pizza stand with ranch dressing in one of them squeezed bottle deals, right? with the plastic cups that you put dipping sauces in. I said, hey, can I just get a cup of ranch? And the guy looks at me as serious as can be. And mind you, this is one of the most chaotic places that you can go to for literally no reason. No habla inglés. Every single employee is going 1,000 miles an hour, oh, and every yeah. there's just chaos, they and there's have, no reason. Might as well have been on roller skates. And the guy looks at me, he's like, you're going go to see, have to go see your server to get that. I'm like, <laughs> for a, it's right, I can see it. <laughs> Can I can I can I just grab that? <laughs> Give me that. I just I just want to I want like literally a squirt of ranch. That's it. Yeah. That's all I want. I want you to take that bottle and I want you to squirt ranch in my fucking mouth. <laughs> I mean, maybe right it's now. not that but. right, right. But I, I was I was flabbergasted at that. Which then we go and uh, they they get the the lanes already right, and now it has kind of died off. Right, there were probably half the lanes open. Yeah, every kid that's ever kitted from around here. And we there. were standing there a good thirty minutes waiting for them to tell us a lane was ready, Just and they could not have been more ready. ready. Yeah, and, and then, then we finally get up to the line, and like eight people cut us in front of the line. Well, they were in front of us anyway. No, fuck them. So we, <laughs> like, there was like that one that 
nice family of four. That guy, I was going to hit him. I was all upset. We had no reason to. Keep in mind, we got a text that said, please come here. Your, we ha- your shit ready. is ready. Yeah. And then we did this. And like, then oh, we, well, we have two doing. open lanes. We just don't have two lanes next to each other that are open. So you guys are going to have to wait some more. Mind you, there's like eight that are open right <laughs> next to each other. Uh, I don't know. Fucking move somebody else. Yeah. So that <laughs> is fucking move the lanes around. <laughs> that, is, that? that is my grinds, my gears. And my weapon of the week is actually going to be Bob. Uh-oh. Uh, because we we're standing at the, the high top. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. <laughs> I had this in my notes. We're standing at the high top, right? Waiting for our lanes that are already open to be told that they're open so that we can go bowling. And there's this little kid. How does this make me a weapon? Because <laughs> of what you said it to him, Bob. made you guys laugh hysterically. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. But this little kid... Like, I don't know, what would you have called him, right? Eight, eight nine, nine ten, maybe. Dude, this kid was hopeless, too. Like, this kid's going nowhere in like life. Like, fucking pack it up. Full-blown alligator tears. Oh, like, dude. <laughs> like, screaming. And I, so, again, I thought he was joking because I was a what? shitty child. <laughs> and I played this as a game to people. Well, this kid comes up screaming, have you seen my mom? <laughs> I don't know where she is. Mommy! You know and what's crazy is that that was almost <laughs> exactly how this kid sounded. And he asks, like, and the panic. best part is out of all of us, all of us. He grabs Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He comes to me, grabs my arm, and... Who and I don't not take give any less of a fuck. <laughs> oh, I don't give a fuck. I ain't fucking helping. I don't know what the fuck your mom looks like, dude. Uh, he's like, what am I going to do? And so this kid's falling. Why aren't you taking a sip of his beer while this kid's oh, crying? Yeah, the yeah. tallest, largest, coldest butterfly oh, I I got a full fucking wide in my hand, and this kid is bawling. Asked me where his mom is. Screaming. So naturally what I do is right. I was like, oh, yeah, um, shoot, mm. And I point, like, down the to, bowling lane. To lanes. dispose of this child. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I don't know who you belong to. You probably got rabies. Immediately, Bobby was like, tough shit, kid. I know where my mom is. <laughs> <laughs> and we fucking died laughing. Oh, oh, oh this kid. A, a grown-ass man telling an eight-year-old, tough I shit, kid. I know where I my mom is. I didn't tell the kid that. He had, he was way out of our line or our sight of... No, nah, he was 10 uh, feet was, behind, he right was behind you. He was, yes, he, yeah. was. he was just he was getting not. consoled by a responsible adult. Yeah, an employee <laughs> walking a thousand miles an hour yeah. to yeah, his mother, like, which was only feet the only other way. Only me out to be the most insensitive <laughs> prick of the show. Only... St- well, pff, oh, I, Bob, I, us. I fucking... I, I told the kid that mom just bowled a strike with At herself. At least I was being honest. You <laughs> lied to the kid. Well, I yeah, get the fuck I initially told him to fuck off because I thought he was joking. Like, because I did yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I would be the asshole kid walking around Walmart right next to my mother. <laughs> Have you seen my mom? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that that's what the kid was doing because I'm inherently a shitty person. Yeah. And I think everybody's and there the was adults person. all around us. Everywhere. Because we, we were standing in a bar. Everywhere. Like, kid, get out of here. Yeah. Go to the arcade. Go play laser tag. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, long story short, happy birthday, Oriana Lovell. That's why we were at the bowling alley celebrating her great time. My date of birth. My hand still hurts. Yeah. I got yeah. like a little blister on my, my index finger. We should be ready no, that's for from next the, year. That's from jerking off. Well, no. Well, wide. Well, no. No, it's not the inside of the index finger. It's the outside. It'd be really tough. What's it like to you have a whole handful? <laughs> a whole hand? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, well, who is it? My grinds, my gears for this week. Um, 
I got I got grinds geared gears ground and a weapon, but my my gear grind is grounded uh, gears, if you will. This is like a one A and a one B, but it, they're the same thing. Um, so it's like a one A and a half. Yeah, um, you get it. So on Facebook, you have uh, never heard of it. There's pictures that circulate. MySpace. One A is um, dude stealing catalytic converters. Oh yeah. And one B is missing child. Now. These people, this, this catalytic converter bandit and this missing child, you know, the, what is it, the Johnny Cash song, I've Been Everywhere, man? Like, that's yeah. what these two guys, or one kid, one guy, have been doing, because they've been everywhere. Like, as of so far today, I've seen, like, the, the catalytic converter guys. Back in Stanford, he was in Oswego, New York, a few weeks ago. Yeah, the he's miss- been in Minnesota. The missing kid was from Portland, and then Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, the week after. Like, people, vet these posts a little bit. <laughs> It, it they are all written exactly the same, you know, like the expose cat- this dude. Yeah, make this guy famous. He's stealing catalytic converters, and then you click in. They're normally posted in a group that are being <laughs> shared from this group. You click on the group, and the comment section's turned off every single time. And you click on the profile that posted this missing little boy or this catalytic conver- uh, converter bandit. It's a brand new Facebook profile with no photos, no friends, just zero. It's like people just vet this stuff a little bit. There is not one catalytic converter bandit casing the United States, still wearing his mask from COVID. <laughs> Can we cutting off these catalytic converters in these cars in broad fucking daylight? There's pictures of in a broad daylight. Can we please take Charlie's mother's cat outside? <laughs> <laughs> next to the car and just all take pictures make like we just took famous. it out from underneath the car and be like make these people famous they're stealing catalytic converters <laughs> emphasis on emphasis on cat <laughs> and it's just gonna be posted from the black flag account this is gonna be all of us fucking holding the same cat <laughs> <laughs> Make these dudes famous. Make these, these people famous. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Or, or I'll just post a picture of Brad. Please share. This is my friend Bradley. He's been missing from insert name of town here, and we'll see if, how many towns we can get him to in the next week. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be like a security camera picture. Like and it's though. it's the same picture. We all too, got every it, yeah. like every single time, and it's re- it re- the catalytic converter bandit had kind of gone away, but he recirculated today. Shout out Brandon Lazat for bringing it back to my feed <laughs> and giving me uh, uh this grinds my gears thought for tonight. I actually commented on Brandon's post. I was like, they gotta catch this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's unreal. <laughs> He's been everywhere. This guy's fucking. Uh, and, uh, Shooting double doubles each night. So my uh, my weapon of the week is uh, you know being that it's November, the NFL support the troops. Got to support the troops. Um, they are always doing the like photos and and stories of these um, soldiers, you know, service members, men and women, which is awesome. I think that's great. Um, whoever runs the uh, Minnesota Vikings, um, oh yeah, uh, video board, <laughs> and, uh, was in charge uh, of putting. Putting the tweets on the screen, um, U.S. Bank Stadium, Vikings, and uh, Dallas Cowboys yesterday. Blow at. <clears throat> they put up a tweet from a guy named Kyle at Vikings. This is my cousin Joel, who served in the Army. He has always been an inspiration and someone I look up to for his heroism. He's also a huge Vikings fan. Hashtag skull salute. It is a picture of Johnny Sins <laughs> wearing fake camo. Johnny Sins is a porn star. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have not seen this. But oh, that's yeah. <laughs> and most of us disgusting men know who John Sins is. Um, <laughs> so, so it's very funny to us that the Vikings put uh, uh, Joel, uh, as he is called, on their giant video board uh, skull salute to John Sins. Uh, it's all in good, <laughs> good fun. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your cervix. Uh, that's Cer- what, cervix. Uh, thank you for your cervix. Yeah. He said to those girls before <laughs> going off to war. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, let's try this again. Actually, we don't want to read that. I got this. <laughs> Utilities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cole, so what are we doing? The, yeah, the Patreon? T- t- today, no, well, we're going to do that after. But okay. today's episode is just brought to you by... Uh, today's episode is brought today's to you by... Episode. Today's episode is brought to you by... Today's episode. Today's episode. Holy fuck. <laughs> just, whoever... They, somebody just hit the fucking guardrail <laughs> with their car for sure. <laughs> yeah. The episode that's coming out today. Uh, the one that we're about to present to you is brought to you by Colebrook Trailers and Equipment located at 800 Colebrook... Col- fuck! Colebrook Road... Utilities. Hold on. <laughs> Time out. Colebrook Trailers and Equipment located at 800 Colebrook Road in Herman, Maine. Colebrook Trailers and Equipment offers some of the best deals on utility trailers, enclosed trailers, snowmobile trailers, construction trailers, and dump trailers. Uh, they are pleased to announce that they now offer edge trailers, custom race car trailers... As well, uh, the lineup of new trailers from Delta, North Force, Granite State, and Edge offers a one-stop shop. Stop in to see their ever-changing inventory as well as their full-service parts and service department. Call them now at 207-605-0108. Again, that's 207-605-0108. All right. Utilities. On on to Patreon questions. Uh, let's see. I was about to bring mine up. Apparently, I'm logged out. Matt Scene says, apparently, after watching apparently. the Late Model Salvage Parts 400 over the weekend, it got me thinking of this question to ask you guys. What's more sketchy to race at, a track with no walls in the corner or a bad fast track with concrete walls and no safer barriers? Oh, my God. Walls. It's got to be the walls, no? I mean, I don't. I'm so used to having a runoff area that walls <laughs> all the way around gets your attention pretty quick. Yeah. Doesn't I mean, matter to me. I mean, shit, I'm almost kind of like the opposite. Being that the cars I race are pretty well open cockpit, I'll uh, I'll take my chances blasting that thing off of concrete versus whistling it out through the trees. Yeah, true. I pokey stabbies would probably scare me in yeah. an open cockpit. But yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's a really good point. No, neither one of them. Like, I'm not to scared. be fair though. Like if you're gonna drive race cars, it doesn't matter whether you're running at a gravel pit or Daytona. You know that you're at the risk of getting hurt when you're driving a race car. But to be fair though, if it, I had to pick, if you're hitting trees at a racetrack, you're pretty far away from the racetrack to begin with. Typically, so. but Wiscasset, it, it was such a steep hill that once you got out over there, there was no coming. I'd back. rather hit the wall at yeah. Wiscasset than fucking fire it down the bank. But yeah, I think that. Yeah, star like star, there's enough runoff that if you got out in the trees, you you got out a long ways. Oxford, if you hit the trees, I think you got to own a fucking house or yeah, something. Yeah, you end up at New Balance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that uh, I'd probably take my chances with um, with no walls, uh, but that's just uh, an enduro truck driver. Um, yeah, what, what what would you know? Yeah, that's oddly specific. Um, Matt Wood said two questions: cranberry sauce, canned or homemade? Canned. Throw it in the garbage. Well, that's not right. Canned. Ocean spray. Give me ocean spray or give me death. I'm not eating this fucking actual real cranberry. I, yeah, I don't want your berry I want the. Soup. I want that jelly that just goes... 
it looks like the, the can, can still. Absolutely. Yep. I'll eat the whole thing. All in. I would love to go down um, on. to oh. the beach. <laughs> beach. Love to go down to the beach. Let's go get away. Beach. Let's they go get away. Say what they're going to say. Um, if you oh, tell me you're about that you would rather eat beach sand than canned cranberries. No, no. I would rather go down to the beach on beach? Thanksgiving Day where it's 16 degrees outside with a wind chill of negative four and take actual ocean spray from the ocean <laughs> than eat cranberry sauce. Um, Bet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that and that's both forms or just the just the canned bullshit? Um, yes. Because like the, Are you a cranberry the, the juice kind of the real cranberry no, Seuss, really? also no. Seuss <laughs> sauce juice. Doctor Seuss Seuss Andy uh, Seuss. The real cranberry sauce just looks like bloody throw up. Like mm. it's just berry soup. Yeah, and it's not good. Not into it tastes that. like shit. Mm. Give me the canned jelly fake shit every time. Every time. Next question. <laughs> uh, also from Matt Wood, opinions on letting 12-year-olds drive pro stonks. Uh, stupid. It's just the way the sport's going nowadays. What are you supposed to do? You're allowed. They can race ARCA at 15, so maybe these ARCA dildos wouldn't suck so bad if they could start driving late models at 12 instead of 15 as well. Man, it's probably not that. Um, probably not, but it it's... I think it's I dumb. get it. it it's, but it's, it's just the way everything's going. It's the way of the sport. I mean... When my grandfather started racing in the A class at Beechridge, he was a rookie at 29, and he was like one of the young guys. Uh-huh. You know, just... Well, even, even the the landscape of NASCAR has grossly changed. Where you, the you know, 60s, 70s, and 80s, you weren't even thought of to even touch one of those cars until you were a seasoned veteran in your 30s or 40s, and that was when you started your Cup career. And now, if you're fucking 17, you're old and out out to pasture. So. Right. I don't know. I Which think it's still, dumb. It's, I think you need to earn your dues before you start. It's still tough. Like I just look at, like, you know, I started racing go-karts when I was eight, legend cars when I was 15, late models when I was 18. And, like, it's still, I feel like, took me, I feel like now I'm peaking as a race car driver. So it's kind of unfair that you're firing these kids into these, you know, high-pressure roles. Like, you know, how is, like, a, <clears throat> you know, Cole Custer, you know, getting ousted or even, like, Eric Jones. Like, how did those guys haven't even peaked yet? Uh-huh. And and now maybe Eric is, but he's out of a good opportunity because he didn't. I don't know. He he didn't hit it when he needed to. It's still too young, but you're not. There's nothing you're gonna do to change it. I mean, it's, it's just the way at, the sport's the going, of, and and you have to adapt. You know, it's it's not on the cars tour. You know, they have 12 year olds that want to race. You gotta let them race. Same with the Chili Bowl. The Chili Bowl lowered their age last year because you have these kids, and there are some that are capable. You know. There's plenty not not all of them are little Billy fuck faces, but there mm. there are plenty that are not qualified though in any way whatsoever. And yeah, there's you, also forty year old dudes that aren't oh, qualified that are out there too. So I just, you, know, you just hope that these young kids have good guidance and uh, you know they don't turn into Billy fuck faces. But yeah, I was gonna say the, the um, bar's low. It's very easy to create a little Billy fuck face though with a twelve year old late model driver. Yeah, because yeah. most of their parents are big Billy fuck faces who think that their little Billy is going to be the next Chase Elliott. Correct. Correct. Well, that's what I was gonna say is Chase Elliott was in a late model at twelve, and I feel His like that's justified. Also, also, well, not only that, but he also Before did fairly well when he was twelve. And there's kids like that that could you know, actually do fairly well. There was a kid out there racing with Dale Jr. Um, this weekend. He was twelve. He was racing a car that looked eerily similar to uh, Kurt Gary's car. It was just a seven, the same exact color scheme, and uh, he was doing fairly well. And then I don't—I was just trying to find the guy's name. I have no idea who it is, but the guy just fucking hooks him, ships him into the infield, and just absolutely fucking destroys the car. I mean, like, like at Florence, obviously there's walls on the front chute, and like he just goes down and hits the same, like basically the same way that the uh, 
the Bandolero hit, but he did it with a Pro 8 model and fucking destroyed the thing. Um, and then they went over to in- interview him afterwards, and the guy's just like, oh, I, I had no idea who it was. You know, I, uh, he just uh, he crowded me a little bit, and you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that he was that young, but I, I honestly didn't know who it was. <laughs> Shouldn't like, matter. Okay. Yeah, yeah dev- devil's matter. advocate, his age doesn't matter once you're out there racing. That's And that's another thing that we've talked about on the show before, that if you are going to put your 12-year-old out there to race against grown-ass men, you got to expect your 12-year-old to get treated like a grown-ass man or woman. Um, correct. We're not a sexist podcast. You no, can put, correct. You, you, could put, the, you could put your 12-year-old daughter in a late model, too. My, my point with bringing up that 12-year-old was that they, he, he was doing fine, plenty fine. He was, he was you know, holding his own, wasn't really causing yeah, and any he, And he man. probably got <laughs> fucked, but if his parents um, stood on the pit box and, you wrecked our kid, fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't but matter. I'm not saying they did that. I'm just... If they did do that, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, if you're dumb enough to put your kid, like Bobby said, if you're dumb enough to put your 12 year old on a late model, then and it may not even just... be dumb. Like, like <clears throat> there, there's some kids that can handle it. Um, but you, Bobby you, Santos the third started running 350 super modifieds at 13 years old. But you also, like, like you said, you can't bitch if something if they get treated like a man. Yeah, yeah. you want to act like a man, you get treated like a man. That's it. Isn't that what that guy, the homeless guy on the Cleveland bus, said right before he punched a woman right in the face? <laughs> Rosa Parks. You ever heard? It was a, they, they played on Free Beer and Hot Wings. Did she deserve it? <laughs> this homeless man like got on a bus or something in Cleveland. Or no, I'm sorry, it was the bus driver. Oh. And the woman slapped him in the face, and and he said, "You want to act like a man? You go get treated like a man." And he punched her so fucking hard <laughs> in the face. Oh no! <laughs> I have not seen that. Oh, that's. Uh, and he said something like, fair. "You're going to jail now," and then whack. Uh, yeah, look at up, look up Cleveland bus driver on, on YouTube. We're probably not gonna do that. But <laughs> no, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna like do it. I'm gonna do it at dinner just to show you, so you don't think I'm a complete lunatic. All right. Sounds good. I'm also gonna take a picture of you sitting across me at the bar and say my friend Bobby's missing. <laughs> <laughs> Please share. <laughs> Last seen at Buffalo Wild Wings in Mooresville, North Carolina. Last seen at Buffalo Wild Wings at Approx. You know how stupid some people are though. Is that might gain traction if I post a picture of you, and it literally says like a time. Like tomorrow, yeah. like <laughs> last seen on February thirty first <laughs> yeah. at thirteen sixty nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah, uh, people are funny. Uh, uh, Got to utilize the dumb. But people all they would see is my face missing from you. We are friends. People know that they'd be like, "Oh fuck, where's Bobby?" My phone would start blowing up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, they so, got they got to get the catalytic conver- uh, converter bandit though. Yeah, I fucking can't have that. Got to get that. Got to clean up our streets. Um, <laughs> my favorite part about that is. <laughs> My favorite part about that is that you can't even take them back anymore without like fucking documentation and have them etched and all that stuff. The documentation anyway. so it doesn't is just even the security matter. camera footage of yeah. where they stole it from <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> just showing the picture of you fucking like holding a catalytic converter under someone else's security camera. And this that's, is what, the post. Like, that's like one of the pictures. The guy's holding it like a football and he's running. Yeah. Like who's touched that? <laughs> this guy was sprinting down Free Street in Portland with a catalytic converter. We got to stop him. Uh, uh, if anyone's running down Free Street in Portland, I'm getting as far away as possible. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, can, you can have can my catalytic converter. <laughs> yeah. uh, he clearly but, wants it more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one last question here on Patreon. Again, we uh, we did ask for questions today, so this is the this is the uh, least amount of questions we've ever had. But um, in quotes, we when said, when we need them the most because we really have nothing else yeah, to talk about. Yeah, questions for tonight with uh, two pointing down arrows and said in quotes, we might have Joe Graf on. We're waiting for we're waiting on confirmation. Still haven't heard uh, from Turbo so Joe. Haven't, it's, <laughs> it's almost eight that. o'clock. And haven't, well, haven't heard from it. him. Told him that we were going to record at seven. Also, uh, kind of on me because I was DMing him on Instagram and completely forgot that I have his number. So, like, 
18 messages in, he just goes, hey, shoot me a text and then sends me his number. And I'm like, oh, right. And then I punched his number in and it said Joe Graff Jr. and had all of our recent texts. I was like, all <laughs> oh, right. Ah, what a fucking meathead. But uh, Woody Pickett with one last Patreon question for the day. Uh, are Nooners still the drink of choice now that winter months are here? I feel like it's never a bad time for a No, nooner. they don't suck. It's, yeah. it's like the, the thing is, though, like there's no like, – we drank them at Smitty's a couple weeks ago. But like I don't know, there's no like outdoor party like post race. You know, there's no. See, uh, I don't even know. I feel like, I'm, even during the summer, like I'm not like I do, I'm not getting a high noon to go with dinner. Yeah, like, I feel like feel like the winter time once it gets cold, I turn back to the liquor drinks like a like a Captain and Coke or something. I could, like I that. could see Atlantic City being a being a nooner trip. Yeah, inside most of the time. I I think that once the winter months have come, I have completely stopped um, going out to buy nooners. I have just resorted to if I need alcohol, I'm just gonna get it ice cold by light. Wad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that nooners are the drink of the summer, and they shall stay the drink of the summer i'm not saying that throughout the winter a couple times i might not go and uh, grab a four pack or a variety pack or something but uh it could be a good uh discord <clears throat> night in america for the chili bowl beverage yeah yeah that would they're be good. light and smooth yeah we do uh, uh see I, I think they i think that's the problem with nooners though is that i got to a point where like they were too light and they were too smooth where now i need something that uh you need I don't something just... to put some hair back on your chest <clears throat> yeah 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 they do go down very easy yeah, especially when you dump all of them in a big trophy cup. Mm. Seems specific. And then drop the trophy cup. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I fixed it, though. That's uh. good. Polished <laughs> up. Can't even tell. Yeah. Well, it's back better than ever. <clears throat> yeah. Well, oh, actually, I do have before. Well, we're going to yeah. extend the show a little bit. But um, so. Yeah, shit, we haven't even got an hour yet, have we? No. Uh, 53 minutes. I did have that um, week. Ryan Priest to the 41 was uh, some silly season news that broke since we last recorded, which was uh, Cole Custer pretty, pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Um, <coughs> checkbook says yes. Yeah, checkbook ch- does say The yes. checkbook's also going to say yes a lot next year, <laughs> and I'm talking about Cole Custer winning Xfinity races. Holy fuck, that kid might win every single Xfinity Series race that he enters into. Um, just, I, don't, I don't even know who's <coughs> going to be in the Xfinity Series that's worth a fuck other than him. Maybe Justin Allgaier, but yeah, Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry. Um, I actually do expect Riley Herbst to get a couple wins next year. If you looking on like DraftKings, you see all their stats for the year, and it's like top fives. They have this many, you know, top tens, this many. Riley Herbst had a surprisingly high amount of top ten, top five finishes. Um, at least surprised me from going from one year to another. It was very clear that he uh, stepped up his game. Uh, hopefully, that putting a second Stuart Haas car back into that stable will. Uh, kind of invigorate the program itself but who knows maybe Cole Custer will just get all the best equipment Riley Herbst will get the backlogged shit and uh he'll still be running you know fifth sixth seventh eighth ninth tenth not winning but um I do think that uh Cole Custer will go out there and win at least 10 12 I was gonna say 10 but 10 seemed like it was too little um, and you will still have guys jumping into Xfinity cars every <clears throat> once in a while, every so often. Um, I assume that Christopher Bell will probably pilot one at Loudoun because Joe Gibbs Racing hasn't announced any of their drivers, I don't think. So I think that they're going to have you know, probably Sammy Smith full-time in one of them. and then just Does Brandon Jones one. take a step forward going to the nine car, or does he just take a step sideways? I think he takes think a he wicked takes, step forward I think he because he's been, he's been in the backseat to fucking tie who's, him. Who's crew chiefing that car? Because Luke Lambert went to Petty GMS <laughs> with Noah. Yeah, that I think, I'm not I think sure. Dave Ellens, before Luke, and Luke were most of the reason. Obviously, Noah's a good driver, and they have good equipment, but, like, if he gets a bum crew chief, I don't know if he does take a step forward. Maybe it is just a step sideways. 
I think that I think it will be a step forward just because of the fact that, like what Charlie said, that he was always the second fiddle to Ty Gibbs, and you got to think that you know he had been there for so long. And I feel like if you don't have success right out of the gate, and someone else does, well, then they're obviously well, now the first best number one car. In he the drove shop. for Childress at one point too, didn't he? Yeah, wasn't it like Childress and then Gibbs, and then I feel like there was another team mixed in there too. But he's kind of been all the way around the Xfinity series. I feel. Yeah, he's he's been. He's, he, I think he's a lifer at this point. But. Probably, but I I think that he he's even shown in the last few years that he can go out there and win races. He's won a couple at least, but Took I, I think should have should have won Martinsville. Yeah, he, and he yeah. won Martinsville in the spring. Um, not it's kind of weird because he shouldn't have won the one in the spring, but then did because of Ty Gibbs and Sam Mayer um, being absolute clowns. But uh, yeah, should have won in, in the fall as well. And he's he's won he's won some races. Uh, I think he won at Texas last year or something like that. But uh, I think going into the next year, he'll, he'll win a couple races as well. But I just think Cole Custer is going to dominate, and I'm excited to see what Ryan Priest can do. In a <coughs> is he back in the car? I would assume so. Yeah. He almost needs to dominate because if he goes out there and flounders in that, he's done. It's like yeah, what's he's done. It's the end of Cole. Doesn't matter who your daddy is at that point. Yeah, I. Uh, but My yeah, daddy owns this. But um, no, Priest in the forty one's cool. He he obviously that that thirty seven car that he drove for a while, and then well the forty seven and then the thirty seven. Is that how that worked? Yeah, uh, less than yeah. substantial equipment. Yeah, and yeah, he's got like the shit now. And he even would still, you know, back when there wasn't as much transparency in the Cup Series, he'd still be running up, you know, in the top 10, 11, 12, and just he's good at playing like, track. Oh, shit. Yeah, you'd be like, <coughs> oh, he's shit, always like, up front of Daytona. Like I remember um, actually at Charlotte, and I think it was the six hundred. Um, maybe it wasn't the six hundred. I don't know. I remember at Charlotte, he was he was running up in like the top five or six. Uh, and they were hyping up how you know how good he was doing, and then he got collected in someone else's wrecked, absolutely fucking stuffed it in the backstretch wall, and then got out and uh, he drove uh, a Rick Ware car into the clash at the Coliseum. Uh-huh. Yeah, That's I think I think that he got out and said something about how excited he was to get to Star um, because he was going to Star the next day to race a modified. That was a couple years ago, but, um, but yeah, so he did race that this year, obviously, and then when he went to Dover, he almost qualified into the top. What do they do in qualifying now? I stopped watching because it's fucking yeah, confusing. But it's they like, do like two it's groups. The fucking alphabet soup. They do two groups and then like the top four advance from both groups and then the top four go for the po- or some fucking stupid shit. Well, he like took a Rick Ware racing car and fucking put it like he was in the top four. And I, I'm sitting there. He was like first, I think, for a while. And you had like really good guys going like at least this year, you know, Dan Suarez. You had like Ross Chastain, Alex Bowman, guys like that. And people were qualifying behind him and he ended up finishing i think fifth uh so he didn't end up transferring on but that was just eye-opening i was like holy fuck that rick rare cars have never been that fast ever so uh excited to see what he can do in the 41 obviously with a full season and just uh i believe it's a one-year deal right <clears throat> i don't know i don't think it's a multi-year deal i don't know i'll uh, we'll have to ask his agent i would yes. assume <clears throat> yeah i'll have to shoot him a text um <laughs> I, other breaking uh news regarding ryan priest and atlantic city is brandon ruzick's back behind the wheel of a champ cart and the last oh, time yeah. he ran a champ oh, cart he went to the, off the wrong infield. side of the tractor tires and tried to cut through the infield to get a qualified spot he did yeah i respect that i didn't uh, work <laughs> i'm very excited that brandon's racing i'm very disappointed that brandon won't be uh at the table uh, to, to turn down or uh, to hear that shots have been turned down and then tell the waitress that checkbook said no. But um, looking forward to <laughs> looking forward to watching him uh, compete, obviously. And uh, I just texted Ryan after he obviously broke the news uh, last week, and I just said, "Hey, uh, congrats on congrats on the new ride." Uh, if you see me trying to look for a forty-one to bet on on the roulette table at AC, 
probably just cut me off. <laughs> yeah, they, that stops at 36. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we were at Dover, he just kept firing on 15 over and over and over again. Uh, but no, I'm uh, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to like all these winter events. But it's like so crazy that I feel like November like just started. Like I feel like we were just at the yeah. Haunted Hundred, and now it's fucking Thanksgiving, and now it's like Charlie and I leave a week from Thursday to go to the Snowball Derby, which might as well be a week from Wednesday because our flight leaves at like 5 a.m. Um, so just lot lot happening uh coming up pretty quick and looking forward to getting down to the snowball derby but yeah i think that'll be a time <clears throat> that's that's all uh that's all not, i had in my notes not me than, over here having fomo other than uh what well you could sell plane tickets every day yeah, yeah. I know. I we just, still we, we afford that shit we very much still have a full room that has no one occupying it if you'd like to come down um as of right now but uh also have uh woody <laughs> it's woody more or less the time off like it only takes much time off between work and race cars, we had it's I, only what Thursday, Friday, Monday. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you really don't even have to go Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> Thursday's just uh, they they got NAS trunks, but they hmm. usually put one of those through the catch fence. Um, and uh, yeah. they have like outlaws. Well, I mean, and bad bombers. The, if you're if you're trying to trim some fat, you could do Friday, Monday, and you're good, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> just fly in Sunday morning. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might as well day trip. It's like going to a cup race. So yeah, yeah. A uh, lot of fun. Bob's wheels are turning. We, we had. No, uh, I'm gonna watch that speed fifty. <laughs> what are you? Who are you kidding? We had uh, we had Woody announce that he was uh, gonna be driving for Stan Mertz full time in the tour next year. Select uh, events. Back was it? Yeah. I thought it was full time. No, select select events. events. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh well, that's not even that cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> forgot that I, I'll just cut that out. Um, we haven't done uh, any answer the internet in oh, probably Jesus. in probably a, a full Forever. calendar year. So we're gonna each select a card, and we're gonna Charlie's gonna read his real quick Hopefully because this good. text just literally came through. Um, our pal Stony, the short track baker from uh, oh, yeah. the Connecticut racing scene, he wished us all in our our uh, better halves a happy Thanksgiving. Long ways away, but he's looking forward to next year. He's hooked on listening to us, and uh, he wants to get some gear. It says, enjoy the holidays. Cheers. Cheers. It's a hell of a character. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell him to wait till Friday. Order his gear then because it'll be a 25% off code. Okay. Now, what were you saying while I was reading that text? Do I have to pick one? Yeah, pick yeah just one. pick one. We're all I just going to. I can't fit my fingies in there. You got to go from the side, probably. Yeah, maybe you can. Here, I'll just take the box. Yeah, you can just. Why don't you just read all of them? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just be four hours of me reading questions while you guys leave. <laughs> All right. Who's going first? You can. Me? Since you're... All right. Debate the internet. If you could pick any character from TV or movies to be your college roommate, who would it be? Fucking Rip Wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> can you read that again? Sorry, I was if, reading my If phone. you could pick any character from TV or movies mm. to be your college roommate, who would it be? Mm-hmm. It's recency bias because I've been watching a lot of Yellowstone lately. Mm. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say we've been watching fucking trash TV, Jersey Shore. I'm like, I'd hang out with Polly D. Polly D. Polly D. Vinny. Yeah. Ronnie's a fucking idiot. The yeah. girls are fucking idiots. But I, I'd Mike, hang out with was it Mike the Sitch? Yeah. yeah. That guy's a fucking scumbag. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Charlie's sitting to... there trying to do homework. Polly D's fucking got the DJ oh yeah, hookers for the boys. Cabs are here. T-shirts time. GTO. Here we go. What a, yeah, sta- what a staple of our childhood. Yeah. Well, not childhood, but teen, ah, that's teenhood. Great. <laughs> that's yeah, that, a great question. It's a whole like reunion show. Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah, they're like 40 a, now. Yeah, it's not bad. It's worth a, worth, a, worth a watch or three. Joey from Friends would probably be pretty good. What? <laughs> so I feel like he wouldn't, he wouldn't <laughs> clean. 
from any like TV show or movie this century or no period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of TV or movies. I also don't really uh, really anyone from that 70s show. I I'm just thinking of like people that would be fun to fucking party with. <laughs> one of those guys turned out to be a real scumbag in real life though. I forget which one. Yeah, it was um basically the one that's not the, Fez or Ashton the, Kutcher. Yeah, the curly-haired <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, that guy turned out to kind of be a bit of a problem. Yeah, he was on the ranch for a while. What the fuck was his oh, name in that show? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> tough, Thank you. Tough one. Oh, what the fuck was his name <laughs> on the show? Uh, and it wasn't Foreman either. No. I'm surprised he didn't turn out to be a scumbag. He might have. We don't know. Yeah, that's true. Ah, uh, fuck. I don't know any. Like, I, I'm trying to think of like recent. T- I don't watch TV other than yeah, Yellowstone, yeah. but I don't know that I'd want any of those guys. I'd be fucking wrangled while I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, when I come storming in the house, shit faced at three in the morning, Rip's just getting up to go to work. He'd yeah, be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah. Hide. Stephen Hyde, Hyde. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> While you're at it, look up why he's a scumbag. I don't exactly remember. <laughs> Danny Masterson is who is played by him. Why is Danny Masterson <laughs> a scumbag? scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, rape. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. tough. Yeah, that is a tough break. <laughs> Would not want him as my roommate. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, Keep your door locked. Uh, that's a four-year prison sentence. Yeah, if that, I've ever fucking is, seen one. That's tough. Uh, can't, can't be doing that. No, can't, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely can't have that. I feel like it'd be fucking phenomenal to uh, to have Pat McAfee. He'd be fucking oh, a yeah, fun roommate. Yeah, He's any, a college game day. any of them on that. Specifically, on that specifically Pat, I feel like would be fucking hysterical. Um, Ty Schmidt, I probably would get absolutely nothing done. Uh, just yeah, Boston Connor. Nah, fuck that kid. Stooge. He's a fucking mark. <laughs> He's a champion. Nah, I just I just wouldn't be able to deal just with this Boston. Just Steve Austin. They're smashing beers in the living room. Um, I feel like we've done this one, but uh, would you would you give up sex to be able to dunk? Mm. Absolutely not. I can no, almost I, dunk I as it is. That's basketball, a stupid question. So. Basketball's dumb. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get another one. We're gonna do another one off the cuff. Yeah, we here. should just start like throwing these like on the ground so they don't end up back in the box. Oh, this should be good. If you could wipe one group of people off the earth, who would it be? Oh. Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Montreal Canadian fans. Uh, people who drive fast in the left lane on the highway, or drive slow in the fast lane on the highway. Probably people that come to a complete stop to yield. Yeah, it says yield, not fucking die. <laughs> If there was stats, also some what? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. What's no, that? No, go ahead. No, no it's fine. We're listening. <laughs> Anyone on Preble Street in Portland? <laughs> oh, they're half dead anyway. We uh, shut off, shut off the fentanyl supply to Portland, Maine. They'll all die on their own anyway. Correct. Uh, Yay withdrawals. <laughs> if there were stats available for every aspect of your life, what one stat would you want to see? Oh man! Mount of beers drank. Wide. Yeah. That would be cool and/or like hmm. how many? Yeah, how many gallons of alcohol have I consumed? <laughs> I want. I would like to see how much money I've spent going to local short tracks in the last five years. How many laps have I turned in my lifetime? Yeah, that's a good one. I bet you lifetime steps. Brad can't do it's that because he only ran enduro trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't count. <clears throat> Our I mean, opinions count because we race real cars, but yours doesn't because you didn't race a real car. Yeah, enduro trunks. I correct. also raced that enduro truck once, but my opinion is still more valuable than yours. That is very true. Yeah, that's true. I don't discredit your opinion. Soft as baby shit. <laughs> 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 uh, 
How soft is baby shit? Um, Super soft and warm. The al- <sighs> the amount of alcohol consumed thing would be uh, very scary, I believe. Amount of, uh, amount of gallons of race fuel burned? Or how many tires have we fucking burned uh, Amount through? of dollars pissed away. Yeah. Wide. <laughs> Wide. Yeah, I don't... I don't every, every stat that we'd want to know would, would just eventually equate to money wasted. Yeah. No, no, because... Um, what a wild rabbit hole that would turn into, though. Alcohol... Consumed how, how is just many, how fun. How much shit have I fucking shit? <laughs> <laughs> that what sounds like us trying to do a fucking <laughs> Mad Lib. <laughs> <laughs> but but when like in like a weird metric, like uh, you know, how much shit have I shit in the state of in the Florida. amount? Of, well, like instead of in feet, in like toddlers. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> a toddler's like two and a half feet tall. <laughs> how many pounds of shit have come out of my body Oof. over twenty nine years? Not 30. You know what's a good group of people to get rid of? <laughs> oh You're about careful, to tell us. careful. <laughs> Just anyone white inside. People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck white people. Uh, anyone inside That's of That's funny because we're all white. Anybody listening that doesn't know anything about us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone inside of a Walmart at any given time. Bill Burr has this really good fucking... This really, really have good you, bit. Have you heard Bill Burr about no. abortions? No, but I've heard Bill Burr about fucking <laughs> cruise ships, and it is fucking hysterical. He's talking about. He's just like, you know, I'm, you know, I want to do if I if I was able to start, you know, trying to get get rid of like a, a like large group of the population. He's like, I just start sinking cruise ships, <laughs> <laughs> just straight out in the middle of the ocean. There's no evidence. Just drop right down in there. It's like. <laughs> He's like, you know, realistically speaking, it's a big group of people or like a large group of people that uh, everyone I feel like would be fine with getting rid of. <laughs> it is uh, uh, it is funny. Bill Burr is the funniest man on the planet, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> Walmart, people in Walmart. I went to Walmart today. Specifically and like, the people who stop in the middle of the aisle and block mm-hmm. the whole aisle off and then look at you like you're the problem for trying to get by. Oh, dude, I'm going like, to move sw- your fucking cart out of the way. I'm on a SWAT mission. Anytime in a grocery store or a Walmart, I know what I need to get, get when get I get in, in get there. Out. If I forget, man, fuck it. We'll get on the next trip. And, you know, if I see something that looks good on the end end cap fucking deal, grab one of those on the way through. But we're just very, very in and out. I don't know that I've spent more than like 20 minutes in a grocery store in my life. I'm um, like you said, laser focused on a mission like don't pull out in front of me because you will never. get your shit wrecked by my shopping cart because I am moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's... it's I'll uh, fold your ass up. And there's there's no one... Because, like, they don't have jobs like most of the people in Walmart, you know? So um, they're just kind of What gives there. that away? The Cookie Monster sweatpants or... Uh, yeah. The fact that the store is extra busy at the beginning of the month. Um, the <laughs> Or the 15th. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Jots it's just... notes. We're shopping on the 16th or the 30th. Yeah. Yeah. Father, Father's Day checks come out, and that's, that's when everybody goes shopping. Um, no, it's... it's uh, How was I going to say? Oh, who, does, is it Bill Burr? I think Bill Burr is talking about fucking in-the-way people. There's just too many in-the-way yeah, people. Just stand up fucking looking yeah. at shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking hilarious bit as well. But there's no more in-the-way people ever than at Walmart. You know, you got fucking... It's a fine mix between people who just got their checks that they need to go get food for the month. Or it's people that have a list of shit because fucking Aunt June is coming uh, next Thursday. And they need fucking 114 ingredients for one dish. So that's fucking <laughs> you know double-spaced, fucking three pages. You know who might Holy be... Fuck the most in the way people at Walmart though 
is the, the workers is the people who don't even go to Walmart at all. They they place their order online. Oh, uh, yeah. And then the workers have to push around this fucking scaffolding doing 18 different people's pickup orders. Them motherfuckers are as wide as the lane and they are fucking freighted. Mm-hmm. And oh. like I'll I'll look down an aisle, I'll see one of those and go, "Nope." Nope, we'll get it on the next lap. Or, yeah, or yeah. people that stand in line at fast food places and don't know what they want until they like get up to the thing and then look at the menu. It's like you've been in line for twenty five fucking. I would. That's a stat I'd like to see. I'd like to see the stat on you know like that feeling just like what Charlie was saying. I get it real bad if I'm at the front of the line and it's my turn to order. They say, "Hey, like, what the fuck do you want?" I. If I don't know what I want, I will just pick something on the menu and I will get it. Mind you, I knew just what I so wanted not before in, I even came to the inconvenience. So I'm not an inconvenience to everyone else behind me. I am very much that person. Like I don't want to. Like even I freak out if they're giving me my change back at the grocery store, but they already started ringing up the other people's shit. It's like oh fuck, like trying to shove the shit back in my pocket so I can fuck off, get out You're of the way. Just throwing change on the floor. Oh yeah, that's called anxiety, Brad. Well yeah, but I'd like to see. I'd like to see the stat of amount of time spent being other people's problem, and I feel like that's not that high. You know, I feel like I'd I would be in like the top five percentile <laughs> of people on the planet just compared to times pissed of other people in your way oh my god <laughs> times angry that other people are a problem <laughs> fucking 25.783 of the last 26 yeah, how years. many how many days have you been alive times that by like 3. <laughs> yeah. 6. yeah there's been like four days where i just fucking had to quarantine uh in the recent recent memory that uh, i wasn't pissed about other people but uh, just yeah you leave the house and everyone's in the way but um, I am convinced sometimes that people get up just to piss me off in the morning. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, how am I going to piss Charlie off? <laughs> that, that was, complete stranger. Sole mission was to get up and piss me off today. The, uh, the, the, the worst part, so going w- real quick back to the Walmart thing, the, the, going back to people in the way, I guess, and why I said employees is the fucking people. They had like three people standing at the door so they could check your seat on the way out. Like, how about you go grab a fucking register and check yeah. me out to begin <laughs> yeah. with? Yeah, sorry I had to use the self-checkout. You guys don't have any fucking registers open, so now I have to scan the shit by myself. And there's and always a hundred registers. I, I, prefer the, I prefer the self-checkout. Well, I, would, I would much rather do it, but I just don't want someone to talk to I went to, to Hannaford a few weeks ago. The Hannaford and Wyndham, had, they were remodeling. They were putting in more of them. Um, good to see future. Uh, so what so, happens when you complain about your minimum wage? So I have to go see a human, and it's really rolling the dice. Like, uh, we'll go to this one. I drink Alani energy drinks in the morning, and they sell them at Hannaford, so I buy 8, 10, 12 of them at a time because I don't want to go to fucking Hannaford every single morning and buy just one. Like, no-brainer, right? Seems I, reasonable. I roll them across, and Jesus guys like, <laughs> got enough of these, bud? <laughs> oh. Beer comes in a box 12 at a time. I bet you don't say that to every fucking fat alcoholic who buys a 12-pack here, buddy, do you? Did you also have a 12-pack, Bob? No, I buy my beer at Patman's, sports <laughs> friends, sport local. Um, but just like, this is that's the shit you don't have at self-checkout. Oh, yeah, you I don't. just get the lady going, insert card. Oh, I fucking mute that cunt every time she starts talking. <laughs> I can't stand. Lady, Brad, I don't know I what can't you mean. fucking stand when she starts running her trap about how many fucking things I've scanned, how much money it was. Like, please insert your phone number. Five cents. How many Two dollars. Five yeah. cents. And of course I scan all 12 of them fucking things rapidly. Oh, so yeah. my favorite I'm already thing is- done and paid and have my receipt and the thing's still going. Two dollars <laughs> and five cents. Two dollars. I'm already out in my truck and it's still going. <laughs> my favorite thing is using like eight of those reusable bags and it's like, how many bags did you use? Zero. 
Didn't use any of them. <laughs> I'm very, not paying for a fucking bag. I'm just not. <laughs> that's very. That's a very Charlie thing, and I, I feel refuse. like that's very uh, also like Target. They they're the only ones that really have like the reusable bags that are like sitting right in front of you. Yeah, but they don't. Hannaford has Walmart, paper bags. They're five cents each, and I would rather pay five cents for one paper bag than to walk through the store with my own bags. Yeah, yeah. Sh- <laughs> Shaw's when that was still a thing. They had plastic bags, but they were okay because they were plastic bags made of recycled other plastic bags. <laughs> yes. So that was okay. But and you can't use mind, plastic bags. Keep in what mind. What were we making them out of before? New plastic? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Bob. GMO plastic. Keep in mind, <laughs> the, fucking, the bags that you used to get at like Walmart, I'm talking like way back, like the ones that said like rollback on them. Those were thin <laughs> as... Fuck, had like a smiley face. That became, oh, I would uh, always, that became always, the bathroom trash can bag. I would always oh, yeah. double bag. Always double yeah. bag. Well, so, but those were thin as fuck. The ones that Charlie's talking about from Shaw's. Oh is my God, it's a tarp. Is, they is, were bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, it's a tarp yeah, with handles yeah. on it. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was trying to, I was hoping Shaw's would stay in business for a little bit longer. I was going to go and fucking cover the camper with all the fucking it, bags that's that just, I had. That's Janet Mills for you, though. You can't have plastic bags unless they're plastic bags made from other plastic bags. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Excuse me? fucking Austin Powers is way too interested in, in shit that doesn't I, need to be solved and making it way more complicated than shit that actually needs <laughs> fixing in Maine. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Non-political podcast. No, yeah. no, no, no. Gas is $8 a gallon, but thank God we have paper bags. Register to vote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this is it. 194? <laughs> what yeah. are we doing this weekend? I know I, uh, <sighs> I'm going to try to buy at least Saturday's portion of the turkey derby. Oh, uh, Racing yeah. America. Watch the Modifieds. Uh, Watch party? Thoughts were with uh, the Blewett family. Grandpa Blewett passed away this week. Uh, I believe he was 90 years old. Yes. Um, obviously the, so. the the patriarch of that family. Um, Jimmy, uh, they were... They were right, he passed away Saturday. They were right there at Wall on Saturday or on Sunday morning practicing cars, getting ready for this weekend. They, and Jimmy posted from his page, the show must go on. So... Uh, so already rooting for those guys anyway, you know, with our, our pal Freddie on the mic and, and Jimmy being last year's Turkey Derby winner, but now there's even more reason for them to hopefully repeat as winners. Yeah, and uh, obviously he's no stranger to Wall. Went there last year, parked in Victory Lane like we just uh, discussed, and uh, I would expect that he would be a contender, obviously, uh, going into this year's race as well. And uh sounds as though that uh, hopefully they do something spectacular because uh, his spotter is probably going to be on next week's show. So... Um, rather than try to chase people that haven't ever been on the show before, yeah, we're uh, we've uh, struck out on guests lately. Yeah, tough, tough yeah. one for us. Yeah, we're looking to try to get Ryan Vargas on, who said that he wanted to come on and then didn't follow us back or respond to our message about. We're gonna cut that. <laughs> um, I I knew that when it was coming out of my mouth, <laughs> and I was like, "This isn't going by the goalie." And yeah. if it does, it's uh, gonna get reviewed. And uh, actually, I was offside, so yeah. no goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it sounds like Freddie's gonna come on next week. I told him to do something spectacular, so that'd be cool. Uh, maybe we'll try to maybe maybe we'll see if we can't do a dual podcast and try to get our good buddy Timmy Salamito on as well. We'll look like Hollywood Squares on the fucking. <laughs> The, whatever the fucking deal is, Zoom. That'd we'll be have, a lot. We'll have four of us Freddy on the Zoom and call. Timmy at the same time. Yeah, we might a as well. Of fucking Long Island. <laughs> we might as well just fucking not talk and let Timmy. Yeah, it's well, their that, show. And that's the thing is that they're both really good at like telling stories and like you know shit like that. So I feel like it wouldn't be as chaotic as we would think. As Timmy usually is a top tier storyteller. People are just talking over one another, but uh, I feel like they're pretty good storytellers and they're good at you know doing what they do. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll definitely have one of them on. Hopefully it's uh, both. Hmm. Yeah. 
So, but uh, I also am doing nothing this weekend. I'll probably try to tune into uh, hopefully someone streaming on Discord, uh, Discord Day in America, um, the Turkey Derby, and uh, I'll tune in on my phone. But I am going to be spending the weekend in Massachusetts after I get done working on Thanksgiving. So a lot of people of two shoots. A lot of people are uh, very confused, uh, including family members who we've told literally 11 times and worked the last eight Thanksgivings of how the post office is open on Thanksgiving. Well, uh, let me just make this short and sweet. Have you ever wondered how you get your mail on Friday? <laughs> there you go. All right. Somebody had to do something with it on Thursday. So it sounds like. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> huh. so, so, Charlie. Uh, what a concept. <laughs> yeah. It's very wild. People don't understand. Yeah. No, uh, for me, I, I have Thursday off uh, for Thanksgiving. Oh, and, no shit. Uh, th- thankfully, <laughs> I chose to work in a retail position where I would get to work 5 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Friday. Why is Black Friday still a thing? Shop online, people. Shop on the internet. It's hard to put tires on your car online. Yeah, though. but why do they need to be there at 5 in the morning? They don't. <sighs> I just work here. That's it. And then Saturday, I will be. That's another uh, group there. of people we can eliminate is people who Black go out Friday Black Friday shopping yeah. at, oh, God, too early in the morning. Just. Buy it online. Yeah, fucking midnight. We're throwing bows over a fucking forty-two inch Panasonic oh, for a hundred and twenty-five dollars. It's God. like chill out. Yeah, I'm. Uh, they got the new Mister Potato Head. Fuck <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> they only got fifteen of them in stock. We got to get the fucking Coles. Ah, oh. oh, you scumbags. <laughs> fucking wait till Amazon posts their Cyber Monday deals. Mm, yeah. Also support local. Shop local. Well, it is in Scarborough now, so support uh, local everything. Yeah, your local Amazon. Uh, yeah, and then Saturday I get to work again all day, uh, and then Sunday, uh, I think I get to stay home, depending Football! on if I get yelled at for no reason ba, 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 or not. Patriots play Thursday night this week. So. And then, uh... No reason to watch football. Then so. we're in route to Florida. Wheels up next week, pal. It's pretty co- It's uh, pretty close. I was gonna say cool, but also close, so yeah. it came out cool. Close. Pretty, pretty cool. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, Black Friday coming up that we just mentioned. Um, we don't if have you need a, tires. Uh, come see me. We don't have an in-person store. If you need metal. Come see me. <laughs> yeah. We don't I'm have an in-person store, store that we know about, at least. So um, we will be doing a Black Friday deal online. Uh, believe that 25% off will be the site-wide, uh, the site-wide uh, co- code. It'll be posted. Uh, probably posted on Thanksgiving night at some point, and it will run through the weekend. Um, and then the order will be placed uh, at the beginning of next week. So for the 48th time, our website is for pre-orders. It's pre-sale. So you order, and then we order uh, usually twice a month. It does say on the website that your orders will ship within 30 days. People that place their order at the beginning of the month, for the beginning of the month order, those orders should be uh, shipped out by before we're wheels up, I guess, for the Snowball Derby next week. So we're hoping for uh, the beginning of next week. But uh, supply chain... Supply chain, supply chain. They still got a boat that's stuck somewhere, I guess. So sometimes things are a little slower, you know. In COVID, they didn't have enough people making T-shirts, like the actual T-shirt. How is that made? Like, uh, just, like I think, so I, commercially I think, I, I think a sheep, a sheep has to give its life. Oh, thanks and prayers. <laughs> thanks and thoughts. <laughs> I think you just shave the sheep, don't right. you? Yeah, and then, <laughs> you and then, don't have to murder it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was standard protocol. You just, you just fucking <laughs> go up there with a fucking Gillette razor and you just start fucking. I don't think it's Coleman, that. Coleman lines. I think you need a, sudden, a chainsaw. Yeah, same thing. Well, then, and, well, then it would be dead. I would assume. <laughs> no, that's how you fucking eat like the 
Lamb. Lamb chops? Tripe. That's your stomach. Like all of a sudden. stomach. Yeah. No, basically. That's that's the casing for sausages. It's like a freeze frame. Like all of a sudden you like shave a a (laughs) sheep and then like the hair's just falling and then like it kind of, the screen goes black and then like all of a sudden you just see someone picking up a Black Flag podcast hoodie out of a box for Thanksgiving or Christmas or Thanksgiving. And then it's just, that's just how your shit's made. Give your family a great gift to this Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also, sheep isn't cotton. You know that, right? Well, that's, I asked how fucking t-shirts were made and Bob just started going on about sheep. So we're just going to fucking keep it rolling, Charlie. I don't offer a wool product. (laughs) I think we should. It's getting chilly out. What's the BFP ugly sweater look like? It's just, uh, it just has our faces on it. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> I don't know. We'll uh, get it. We're ugly. We'll we'll, tr- we'll retry next year for I don't get it. faces for, for radio. Mm-hmm. We gotta. Uh, that's kind of why we need to get Timmy on. We need Timmy to Voices. remember that we, we need uh, our next T-shirts are probably gonna come from Timmy, and uh, we're gonna make some new designs. <laughs> and uh, we started working on them loosely back in like July, and here we are. And hey, good good things take time. Uh-huh. That is true. That is true. Hopefully, Rome, Rome, was, Rome wasn't built in a day. That's well. Very well could have. Who knows, you know? <laughs> yeah, were you there? <laughs> no. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus might have been white, you know? Who Who knows? Probably not. Yeah. Probably uh, not. Non-religious <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I'm just saying, a guy named Jesus in the Middle East probably wasn't white. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's a real big brain I- ideology of you there, Charlie. Well, you know, <laughs> books. 94. Science. Uh, Garrett Hall. 94. Yeah, Garrett Dennis Hall. Hall. Bill Elliott. Uh, Dave McKnight back in the day on the Isma tour Good. against my dad. Um, yeah, really. Did you say Sean Knight? Did you say Sean Martin? Sean Martin. That's Sean right. Sean Martin. Yeah, Sean Knight's yeah. talking about. Yeah, no, I don't. 94. Kind of a weird number, I feel. Yeah. Garrett Hall does it right. Garrett Hall's the only one that came to mind, so. Gonna end it at that. We'll see ya next, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, yeah. So the next Tuesday, all right. Yeah. Are you still recording? The yeah. <laughs> the, the the Tuesday after would have to be a Wednesday. Yeah, because yes. you guys aren't coming home that Monday and going. No, we're all not coming home until. All right, we'll see you next Tuesday. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car.